I would say the low hanging fruit is video content. You know, that's really, that's really mainly what I teach. That's mainly my expertise on social is, you know, in, in, in mostly all instances on social media, any platform really at this point in time, video is king and video is what grabs attention. Video is what gets boosted more in the feed, performs better, et cetera. You're listening to Real Marketing Real Fast, the only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted, insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back. Listeners, another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Today's episode is going to be all around video and generating sales and leads, but not in the traditional sense. My guest today is Shay Robottom. She is the co-founder and former chief executive officer or chief operating officer of a Facebook agency. And she's worked with major brands like Petco, Yahoo, Verlin, and dozens more in creating content and devising content strategies for their social media. Her focus was on video. And she's moved to the uh, LinkedIn platform in May of 2018. And after doing that, she's grown her followers to over 109,000 followers with over 12 million views on her content, generating seven figures in sales for partnering media companies. Now, today, she's going to share some of her strategies on how you and I can make that work for our businesses. If you go to her LinkedIn profile, it's pretty clear in what she does. She said, I turn founders and executives into LinkedIn video creators. I think you're going to really enjoy the interview. I really had a great conversation with her. So I'd like to welcome Shay Robottom to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Well, hey, Shay, welcome to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. I'm super excited to have you on the show as you're going to help our listeners move from people who aren't necessarily producing content to producing great content and driving new sales and business. So welcome to the show. Absolutely, Doug. Thank you for having me. No problem. So I looked, uh, you know, I was looking at your background. I was quite interested to see your transition and, and what you're doing now and what you were doing. So do you want to share just, a, you know, a, a kind of a thumbnail, you know, of, of kind of where you've come from and what you're working on today? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So I originally got started in digital marketing a few years ago when I stumbled across an opportunity to edit video content for large pages on Facebook. And this was all on the Facebook platform. So I started, you know, curating, editing and distributing video content to a lot of these blogs, you know, anywhere from like a million to 50 million followers. And it really humbled me. You know, I, I really at that time in my life didn't know a lot about social media and how people made money off it or monetized a following, that sort of thing. So I just soaked it up like a sponge and I ended up scaling that last agency from like a two person operation in my bedroom downtown to over 40 employees at one point um, and a full staff in office doing video content for some big names like Petco, Yahoo, BuzzFeed, etc. So I intentionally got on LinkedIn last spring in an attempt to release some videos on LinkedIn to get leads for my Facebook agency, only to find, um, you know, within like two months of releasing videos consistently, 
And there was an entire new uh, business opportunity here. I realized through my time working on Facebook with all those blog owners that the reason a lot of them were successful was actually because of the time that they created their page and the timing that they got in and started posting consistently. The platform was really generous during that period during that window of time. So I realized it was kind of happening on LinkedIn now where I'm like, wow, it just seems like really easy to get reach on your videos, really easy to grow a following. I want to look into this more. So I ended up resigning from the last agency, selling my shares and completely starting over to take everything I learned about digital marketing and video specifically on social and applying it to LinkedIn, teaching business owners and founders how to create a consistent video content strategy on LinkedIn to attract their target market and close deals. Wow, that's really cool. That was very concise. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to skip over one of the things that you said that I picked up on. And you said that the timing for the platform because the platform was generous. So what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So platforms, you know, and LinkedIn is a is a really weird case because it's actually an old platform. I mean, it, it has been around a very long time. Um, however, it's almost operating as if it's a whole new platform and it hasn't peaked yet because video just came out as a function like two years ago. So what happens is, you know, LinkedIn, they have a lot of users, but they don't have a lot of users engaging or creating on the platform. And they want to encourage people to do that. So to encourage people to do that, they're showing your content when you do post to such a high percentage of your audience, which used to happen on Facebook. And with Facebook pages, they would show the content to such a high percentage of the audience simply because there just wasn't enough there weren't enough users contributing to the platform. There's only so much content to pull from. There's not a lot of competition. And now we see these platforms like Facebook, Instagram, well, they've become oversaturated. Everyone got on, you know, the gold rush happened and those pages that established themselves early, they're still there. Can you still grow on Facebook or Instagram? Sure, of course, but it's a lot more difficult to do it organically and from scratch. On LinkedIn right now, it's almost like just getting started to really become a platform that people go to to consume content and then go for the newsfeed and and want to scroll in the newsfeed and there's um, different things happening there. So I would say, you know, it's just a matter of the platform developing mainly and them wanting to encourage more and more users to engage and treat it like a daily social media platform rather than just, you know, a place you log into once every couple of years when you need a job. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I like LinkedIn. I've used it for, you know, a different things. Like you said, for lead generation, I was, uh, was going to be speaking in uh, New York at LaGuardia and I said to my assistant, I said, hey, can you reach out to all my connections that are downtown that yes. are venture capital guys? Yeah. And, and set up meetings. And so a lot of these guys were cold contacts that at some point we connected. And I was surprised, you know, I had three days, uh, I think two or three days of back-to-back meetings with people. So th- that was a great way to, you know, add a couple days in the city and make some great connections. Yeah, definitely. And and what you just explained is great for LinkedIn. You know, you can certainly target on there and do really targeted search filters to find exactly who you're looking for in a given area. So where do you think the low-hanging fruit is for people who have been on LinkedIn? Like you said, LinkedIn's an established platform. It's been around for a long time. And I have to give them, you know, full credit for not dying, but um, re-innovating and recreating themselves. So now they're in this recreation phase where there's an opportunity. And I can't remember how many people are on LinkedIn, but there's, a, you know, whatever the number is. It's over over 600 million profiles. Okay, so there's 600 million. And out of those, there's probably a a good handful of businesses who could leverage this. So where's low hanging fruit for them today? 
I would say the low hanging fruit is video content. You know, that's really, that's really mainly what I teach. That's mainly my expertise on social is, you know, in, in, in mostly all instances on social media, any platform really at this point in time, video is king and video is what grabs attention. Video is what gets boosted more in the feed, performs better, et cetera. So I would say just creating a consistent video content strategy where you're actually releasing videos from your company or your personal brand every week and just watching the leads roll in because what happens is so many people click back to your profile. So many people see your content and it, and I'm not saying that it's selling content. In fact, it shouldn't be at all. It should really just be you providing genuine value because that's what intrigues people and wants them to, to learn more. So I always say, you know, people click back to my profile, but they make the decision to reach out for me for business. You know what I mean? Like I don't ask, you know, I, I am asking, but I'm not asking, you know, so it's really about providing value and showing up weekly and people, I mean, it's, it's just a numbers game. They're going to land on your profile. X amount are going to pick up the phone and call you and X amount are going to close. Well, and I, the thing I like about video, and I mean, I looked at a number of your videos on Facebook and on LinkedIn, as well as your YouTube channel, is that people really get a, a sense and a feel, I think, for the, the creator or the business owner or the entrepreneur more than they do by reading a tweet or reading um, a, a post on LinkedIn. Yeah. And for me, that's, that's that connection, that human connection. It's like, is this somebody that I want to work with that, you know, share some of the same values or has maybe the same sort of attitude or, you know, in one of your posts, you talked about energy. You know, do they have the same sort of energy? Are they, you know, are, are they a go-getter? Are they aggressive? Or are they very quiet and passive? And there's nothing wrong with being quiet and passive, but I don't work well with people that right. are quiet and passive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for people who haven't created video, I mean, what what typically are the stumbling points and how do you help people move from, okay, I've got a LinkedIn profile, you know, I'm going to do this. What do I need to do to get started? Yeah, well, it's really confidence for a lot of people I see. It's, it's. I mean, I teach so much about strategy and, you know, how to optimize for growth, how to optimize for reach, reviews, all of that technical stuff. But I always laugh at the end of the day, I'm, <laughs> I'm a life coach, you know, I teach people how to be confident in in themselves and in, in their knowledge base. You know, I think a lot of people are scared of the camera, are scared of making a mistake, or a lot of people just struggle with like imposter syndrome on, on one level or another. Even really established professionals tend to, you know, undermine their own credibility and their own worth. I always say, look, no two people have the same walk of life and you inevitably have value to provide. And there's something you could share in these videos that someone out there would benefit from and it would make their life better. And they're not getting that right now by you not creating content. So it's it's really a matter of getting them to understand what they know is important, what they know is valued, and they're going to be respected as an authority in their industry the more they show up on video and just provide value and share their wisdom. Um, so that's a big one is just getting over the fear of the camera kind of. But I notice, you know, on week, week two or week three, by the time they've been working with me for a while, it's a really cool transition to see that turnaround where they went from like scared, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. How's this going to go to like releasing some videos, getting some reach, getting some validation, you know, people commenting, engaging, they like it. And then it's like, it's, it's all downhill from there. I mean, that's really the, the breakthrough point is starting and jumping off that, in, that cliff. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard somebody say, and I can't remember who it says, it doesn't matter. Um, might've been Russell Brunson at some point said, Hey, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. The first time you do it, it's going to suck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just, yeah. just, just 
get over it and and then move along and then you know each time it'll get better and better and better and then like you said your confidence is there and you're you're up and running right exactly exactly except except for eating liver i will say i still struggle with <laughs> liver as a meal that's it's, it's still hard <laughs> uh, that's funny that's a, that's an old person's meal it's so good for you doug i mean this yeah. is like the new age we need to start eating organ meats again so i try yeah. so i try you know just for the health purpose but oh, I can't get over the liver. I, actually, I like it. Um, <laughs> you do my, see. My, I envy you. <laughs> my wife's going like not a chance. Like she won't. She won't bring it in the house. You want to eat it? We'll go out for well, dinner. But I'm not if you that if you kitchen. like it, eat it because it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. So in terms of video, so there's one thing is the confidence. And then I know that entrepreneurs, lots of times, the things that we struggle with or business owners struggle with is the shiny object syndrome. So you can go way down the deep path of, hey, I need to get all this equipment. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. And I think I heard Kevin Harrington say it best. He said, hey, when I first shot my first infomercial, he said, the, everyone who's got a phone, regardless of what type of phone you have, you have more technology in your hand than the first infomercials I produced. So stop making excuses about getting yeah. Um, equipment. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really start with a lot of equipment, which is ironic because I ran like a video production company. But no, I mean, I, I think it's really important to just maintain in the beginning more than focusing on having a perfect polished look. It's really more important to stay consistent. It doesn't matter if these are, you know, somewhat grainy and on your cell phone. I mean, don't make them grainy. But like I shot everything on my cell phone in the beginning. I just found basic lighting. I just made it my setup super, super easy on myself because I knew that what was really important was maintaining it. And when you set these high standards for yourself right in the beginning, like, okay, I'm a video creator now. I, I'm going to, you know, hire a videographer to come over. I'm going to get lights. I'm going to have this whole setup. It's like when it comes time to do that on Sunday night and you're tired and you're like, it's like, it's going to be a lot easier to skip it and to not stay consistent. And Remember, this is social media. This is a different world. This is not television. This is not where people pay for a movie ticket expecting a cinematic experience. No one expects that on social media. And I think by now we've all liked, commented, or engaged with a piece of viral video content that was clearly shot on someone's cell phone. So yes, the shiny object syndrome, totally valid. It happens. I tell people, do not focus on that starting out. It's just a distraction from you getting into the pattern of staying consistent. However, um, you know, once you are consistent and once you've grown a little and down the line, you've got that following, you've got that juice. Well, now it's a more pra practical time to invest in um, a higher production setup. And that's essentially my own timeline as well and how I worked. Well, and that totally makes sense because sometimes I find that, uh, you know, business owners, when they're doing this, it's really a way of procrastinating yes, <laughs> from doing the is. first video. So I was like... Just do the first video today. You have a phone, yes. You have a tripod, yes. Then just get it done today. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. So what are, now in terms of getting set up and getting a strategy put together, how much preparation do people, you know, do you recommend or do people have to put in to produce a good quality video? Oh, that's a good question. Just one piece of video content. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm going to shoot a, a video, so when we're done recording today, I said, Hey, this is great. I'm, I'm inspired to do this. I want to create a video. What would be my next, my next steps to go out and, and, you know, take action today. So by the end of today, I would have my first piece of video after listening to your podcast. Sure. Sure. Um, well, many ways, and this is what I break down in my program, but 
really it's exponential over time. So like the first video is always going to be the longest in, in terms of like your preparation and your setup and getting prepared. It's really the more you do it, the quicker it comes to you. So for example, I have people in my program who'll say, you know, starting out, I'd have a video idea and I'd, you know, really the next thing, once you have the idea is like develop a script, you know, start writing it down. And they say to me, you know, in the beginning, it took me like, you know, a couple hours even to really kind of craft out that piece of video content and how it was going to look. And then I'd sit down and shoot it. And even the shooting would take me a while. It really just gets so much quicker over time, the more and more you do it. Like me, if I get inspired throughout the day at this point in time, I just, I get inspired. I think of a video idea. I go write it down. I mean, it takes me 15 minutes to prepare in a sense. And then I've shot so many videos that when I do turn on the camera, it also only takes a couple minutes just because I have so much experience at this point. Um, so I would say, you know, the steps are usually to, you know, write a script and there's like a lot of different elements to that. You got to have a headline, a CTA. Again, this is something I, I teach in my program, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a little more time consuming in the beginning always. And then over time, these ideas and like the formula of how to structure it to make it most suitable for the newsfeed, it just comes natural to you and it gets a lot easier to work quickly that way. No, and that makes sense. I mean, like you said, the more you do it, and what I do, the the tip that I share with people is I batch, uh, I batch all my interviews on one day. Yes. So f for me, yes. I like doing this. So I, I I tell people this is my second Friday of the week. So it's Thursday today, and I don't consider it a work day because I get to talk to really cool people who are really smart all day. So you know how much fun is that? <laughs> that is fun. And it probably work would work. Yeah, you probably feel the same way when you're shooting video. It's like, hey, how cool is this? I get to inspire people and, and help them, um, you know, where they are in life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's been a big, well, it's, it's twofold for me because I, I do love helping people, but I also personally always really wanted to be famous and that can't comes from a very actually like empty and insecure place. So it's funny because when I got on LinkedIn and I started getting all of these views, it was like, money, you know, it was tons of leads in business, <laughs> but it really kind of filled this void in me where I felt like I, I never thought I was good enough. You know, I never felt like worthy of like attention or validation. And I, I started getting so much of it that I realized I was wrong. You know, I realized I was wrong. And then ironically, the kind of like need for fame and validation, it goes away, you know? And so, but it's definitely, um, I will say, a factor in my success just in general in the business world is like being driven from a place of insecurity and needing to always do better. So you always have a little bit of an advantage when you're operating from that survival mode in a sense. So when you go for dinner now, are you wearing big dark sunglasses and a ball cap pulled over your face? Ah, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not famous by any means yet. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's still just a, a fart in the wind in terms of, you know, the amount of people in the world. But I will say I called a kind of like a life coach, uh, a specific like professional the other day. And I was looking for someone specifically in the in the like therapy space to help me through some personal stuff. <laughs> and and the the doctor, like he knew me, like he knew me from LinkedIn. And I was like, Oh, God, like, here we go. I don't want to reach out to people and they know me. <laughs> so that was kind of a cool experience where I was like, well, it's, it's gonna start happening. Shay, you just got to deal with it. That's, that's really cool. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, he was a fan. He was a fan. So it was, it was okay. Oh, that's was okay. good. That's helpful that he's a fan. <laughs> yeah. 
So in terms of um, clients that you've worked with, is there a, a case study or example of a client that you want to give a shout out to either by name or not by name of, uh, you know, how you kind of transition them from where they were and then after they went through your program and training where they are now? Yeah, sure. Um, who could I talk about? Let's talk about Frank. So Frank um, was one of our uh, the first people through the boot camp. He got the the early package. And Frank Mengert is in the insurance and technology space, providing benefits to HR departments, that sort of thing. So when he first found out about us, he was actually growing pretty stagnant on LinkedIn. You know, he said he he just he wasn't growing anymore. His his videos had kind of capped out. He wasn't getting any leads. So he knew he had to step it up and he went through our program. And now if you see Frank in the feed, I mean, his videos are awesome. They're so informative. Like anyone who's in insurance technology, you got to follow Frank. And he's getting eight to 12 inbound leads per week. So it's completely transformed his business and also grown his profile and built his profile up uh, a lot as well. And so those leads are coming organically from his his content. Exactly. Yes. Organically yeah. from the videos that show up in the news feed. So what, what are your thoughts on um, uh, paid advertising in this space? So I love it. Um, I've used a lot of paid advertising during my time on Facebook. Facebook has an incredible platform for running ads. I will say on LinkedIn, it's not quite built out yet. Like I would like to see LinkedIn kind of follow suit with Facebook and, and create a lot of the same features. Right now, ads can be effective on LinkedIn. You, of course, need to still couple it with an organic content strategy, but it can work. For the most part, I think that as far as paid ads go, your money can go a lot further on platforms like Facebook and Instagram if you know what you're doing and actually uh, have the ability to you know, work the back end to figure out exactly because you can do so much like retargeting and, and you can do a lot with organic content on Facebook, turning it into ads. Like there's just there, there's infinite possibilities. So for me, coming from that world, going to LinkedIn, eh, yeah, like it's not that exciting on LinkedIn yet. But I will say it can still work. And if you are going to do it, just don't expect to get anywhere if you're not also posting organically and have that momentum on that side of things as well. Yeah, and I think that's still true, obviously, with Facebook and Instagram is that you need the organic posts to to enhance anything you're doing in advertising. Course, yeah. So what about cross-platform promotion? I mean, because, you know, everybody's on Facebook and, and like you share, there's 60 billion people on LinkedIn or 60 million people on LinkedIn. So the, there's a really good chance that all my business people, the peeps that I deal with um, that are Facebook people are also on LinkedIn. So uh, have you worked any strategies where you're moving people from the Facebook feed uh, to a connection on LinkedIn so they can actually see your content and have a different level of engagement? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a little starting to happen now. I will say LinkedIn was really where I established myself. That was like where most people found out about me. So if anything, it's been the opposite where people find me on LinkedIn, but then they go follow me on Instagram. They go find me on YouTube, you know, but I will say because of the overflow in those other platforms being built up, which I really did not, I, I mean, I, I am starting to now, but I did not heavily invest in the other platforms. I just, I put all of my eggs into LinkedIn, knowing that this would happen eventually anyways, that they would kind of start to grow themselves. So now that they're built up a little bit, yeah, there are some people finding me first from Facebook or first from YouTube and then eventually migrating to my LinkedIn. And I'm just always sure to have like really clear CTAs everywhere all over my branding. Like here's where you can find me on LinkedIn. Here's my website here, you know. So if anyone wants to be directed anywhere, they can. And, you know, in your video, you've, you know, lots of, uh, lots of your shots have got your, your background and your domain name there. So it's pretty simple to see where they can track you down as well. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, what are you most excited about in the next six to 12 months? I'm really excited to continue scaling this business. It's been going really well. I'm just loving seeing all of these business owners transform their lead gen through this video program. I mean, it's 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 really inspiring. So um, I have some big goals, you know, toward the end of the year. I'm looking to work with more and more celebrity accounts. So I am doing um, Elena Cardone's LinkedIn now. Uh, we're creating content and managing her page for her. And yeah, just looking forward to seeing where more and more progress takes us. That's cool. So do you want to walk us through just a, a high level view, maybe just share a bit about the program, you know, that you've set up to help people that, to want to get started in this direction? Yeah, absolutely. So it's called the six week LinkedIn video bootcamp. And it's essentially a program where we teach you everything we know. So, uh, you know, by the end of it, you're fully equipped to have your own system for creating, recording and distributing videos to attract your target market and get leads. So there's, you know, six different modules, six weeks, we focus a lot on, you know, profile setup, how to make sure your profile is optimized, first of all, so that when people click back to it, they do convert. Um, it's a lot of like platform engagement, teaching people about the importance of how to actually just be a user on the platform to maximize your own reach when it comes time for you to post, you know, how to create scripts, how to attract your target market, how to come up with headlines, how to have a CTA, how to edit it, how to hire an editor, you know, if you'd like to manage your own editing. Otherwise, we do also offer services where we'll edit the videos for you. So all you ever have to do is shoot them. And then by the end of it, you know, you you basically have the same formula that we have and that what we've done over the years, which is to pump these videos out every week consistently and just constantly be attracting leads and also building your profile and really establishing yourself for the future as well. So it's an all, all in one uh, sign up at the end of the six weeks. You're, you're off and running and uh, they'll be uh, they'll be famous like you. Exactly. And it's a lot of, um, I mean, there's a recorded portion of the course. There are group coaching calls. There is still the opportunity to get on one-on-one -on -one calls with Luke and I. Um, that won't be available forever, but it is now. Um, and there's a Facebook community as well. That's really neat. Question in terms of bad advice. So this is a Tim Ferriss question. What's the bad advice that you hear in the industry? So you're out at a cocktail party, you're out someplace and you hear people talking about video or you hear people talking about LinkedIn. What's the bad advice that this makes you cringe? Um, aside from it's not a dating site, <laughs> <laughs> the bad advice, I don't really see it too many people giving advice. I, I would say, you know, any advice that's a little like fluffy and a little like, you know, just kind of like tell, tell your company's story. People want to know you, you know, it's kind of like, no, they don't No, they don't. They want to know how you help them and they want to know how you solve their problem. So I'm very, very logical in my approach to marketing. You know, I, I, even though I personally as a video creator will get personal and sometimes, you know, do things that aren't necessarily going to be the same return as if I would have covered a different video topic. What I am always sure to do is be very direct in who I help, how I help them and you know what my business is. So like if you go to my LinkedIn, it's just very clearly, this is what I do. There's no like, you know, trying to sift through all of my awards to figure out like, okay, but what does she actually do today? Who does she help? You know, so there's a lot of that on LinkedIn. It's a lot of like bragging, 
boasting. It's like, that's actually not what draws your market in. Like people think it is, but it's no one cares. Like people are just blatantly <laughs> looking for someone to solve yeah. their problem. And unless you're using your profile, your content, your description to clearly state what problem it is you solve, you're just, you're not going to close deals. You're not. So that's why I would say I, I cover a wide variety of topics, but I do draw people in and I draw them in so that when they go back to my profile, it's very clearly an ad and it very clearly is telling people what I do and how I can help them. So I would say just making sure that you're always thinking like a marketer and, and staying logical and not just doing things because they make you feel good and fluffy inside. Uh, it's got to attract the target market. Well, it's, it's funny because the 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 bad advice that I took out of what you said was don't don't go tell your personal story. Like necessarily, that's not what people want. And it's funny because you're the second guest that I've interviewed this week that said exactly the same thing. Yeah, and well, and it's not it's not exactly the personal story. I mean, like don't get me wrong, I do share my story, and I have a lot. It's more when people are on your page, when people are on your website, when like the newsfeed content doesn't have to be so direct and selly. It really just has to capture attention. And you definitely can do that through storytelling. Yeah. What I want to make the distinction is that I'm like, I'm clearly, or I'm saying that when you go back to the LinkedIn page or when you go to their website, now that's when your messaging has to be like, don't tell your story. Don't about us, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, about us is how you solve the problem. And that's it. And so, yeah, no, I, no, I understand where you're, I understand where you're going. I mean, I look, I'm looking at your LinkedIn and it's very clear. I mean, there's your, your name. Then it says, I turned founders and executives into LinkedIn video creators. Well, that's, that's pretty simple. That's pretty, exactly, that's exactly. pretty direct. Doesn't yes. say, hey, I, I solve every problem you've ever had. Call me. Exactly. And the guest I had yesterday said, I, I help make smart people rich. It's like, Ooh, okay, that, that's, like that's that. pretty, that's pretty direct. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that might catch your eye. So who is one guest I absolutely have to have on my podcast? Oh, okay. Well, I would, if I were you, I would call Tima. Do you know Tima? I don't. I don't know how to say her last name. Let me look it up quick. Yeah, she is somebody that I met through LinkedIn, actually. And she, I believe, used to be in the insurance space or something like that. But she switched and kind of pivoted and created her own marketing agency just like a year or so ago, and she's been doing really great. So it's Tima Elhaj. So it's T-I-M-A, and then her last name is E-L-H-A-J-J, and she's uh, located in Australia. But we have talked a few times. She's a super powerful woman, super awesome. I love what she's done with her own life. And now she, yeah, provides similar services to me, you know, helping people establish themselves on social media and get some reach for their business. That's really cool. So where can people track you down, connect with you, follow you? Yeah, definitely follow me on LinkedIn. So that's where all my original content goes out first. So that's linkedin.com slash in slash Shay Robottom. Uh, you can find me on all platforms slash Shay Robottom. And if you'd like to learn more about my business and the video marketing services I provide to B2B companies, feel free to check out the website, shayrobottom.com. And there's also a form there to fill out if you'd like to set up a call. So thanks so much. Well, super good. Hey, thanks so much for taking time out of your day today to share. I just love the content. I love the direction that you're going. I've heard a few. Thank you, Doug. I've heard a few a people say that LinkedIn is, is the place. This is the time to get on there. And, you know, um, yes. who better to ask and follow in someone who's actually doing it, not just talking about it. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm I'm staying consistent, Doug. I'm on what is this month 16 or 17 now? <laughs> well, and I like your videos. I mean, you've got a great personality, very, very light. Like you said, you're direct, but you've got a great upbeat personality. I don't think I could pull Thank off the, the humor like you could, but um, I'm definitely <laughs> this is definitely on my to do list. So I got to get I got to move it up to the top. Awesome. You can do it. Well, thanks a lot. So there you go, listeners. There's another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. And if you want to get uh, real results, it looks like you need to be on LinkedIn and you need to be on LinkedIn using video. So I'd recommend checking out Shay's website, so shayrobottom.com and her LinkedIn profile. I've been through her website, all her social media sites. She's got some great content there. She's got a lot of very funny content as well on uh, YouTube. So check it out. And we look forward to serving you on our next episode. That's all for this episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting DougMorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's DougMorneau.com. Until next time, we look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast.